Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, bow down your heads and let us pray. Let it rain, 
Everybody sing, oh Lord, I hunger for more of you. Oh Lord, I hunger for more of you. Please rise up within me. Let me know your truth. Oh yeah. Oh Holy Spirit, saturate my soul and let the life of God fill me now. Let your healing power revive and make me whole and let the peace of God let it rain. Father of life, saturate our hearts today in the name of Jesus. We pray that there will be an impartation of your spirit unto us. We ask in the name of Jesus that your word will come to uplift us and strengthen us. I pray that you grant us understanding. Let your Holy Spirit brood over us. Thank you for everyone here. Thank you for everyone who is joining in online. Bless each and everyone in Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody say amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Now, last Sunday, I shared with you about the characteristics of real fathers. Is that not so? Now, the truth of the matter is that I didn't finish. And I feel restless when I start something and I don't finish it. And so, what I'm going to do tonight for this service is to finish up what I started. Will that be okay with you? Alright. And so, this is part two of characteristics of real fathers. Hallelujah. Now, I explained to you on Sunday that different people are called fathers in this life. So, for example, your biological father, the one through whom you came into existence, is a father. Is one of the fathers you can identify in this life. Is that not so? Your stepfather, that is the, the father of, of your wife, is also a father figure in your life. You can have, you know adoptive father somebody who adopted you when you were little that person is a father to you you can also have a substitute father there are some fathers who are mia do you know what mia means mia means missing in action they are not there though but you, you don't know where they are some people are looking for their fathers they can't find them they are lost do you see so then you may have somebody else taking up that role in your life. So such a person becomes a substitute father. He may not, he may not be like a stepfather, but it's just somebody who took an interest in you and decided to father you. And I'm grateful to God for people like that. And God has a way of bringing our way men like that who play a father a fatherly role like what i'm describing in our lives and i i always like to explain to people that sometimes these things are god's own arrangement for nurturing you and for taking care of you because perhaps pardon my expression the man who gave birth to you may be a lousy father from him your life will not become anything bay and because of the great plan that god has for you there's a need to introduce somebody else into your life to play that fatherly role and i'm 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 i just want to draw your attention to this amazing wisdom of god and arrangement of god for our lives so believe it when the bible says all things work together for good to them that love the lord and to them who are the called according to his purpose hallelujah so there are different types of fathers you can have somebody who founded a race or a family or a, a line such a person can also be called a father and the example that i gave you was somebody like abraham he is the father of the jewish nation it was through whom it was through him 
that that nation came into existence so he is the father of the nation um i think in these times also we like to refer to the president of of a nation as the father of the nation there are some presidents when they are coming into power they promise that they'll become the father of everybody but when they come into power you know we, we don't see the thing you know realize that it's actually father of some because some people's lives are getting better and better and other lives are getting worse and worse and worse okay but they, they like to be called the father of the nation god bless their amazing hearts then you can also have somebody who exercises paternal care over you provides for you and protects you he may actually do that for a group of persons so he takes them up and he provides for them and 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 he's there for them to father them and to shepherd them so there are some people who take an interest for example in street children so they gather them and 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 they attend to them and they do things for them so if you are a man and you play such a role in the lives of persons like that then you are a father to them because you have assumed a paternal role and you are providing for these people and, and and you are taking care of them and protecting them hallelujah a father is also anybody who originated or established or founded something you know so founders of churches are like fathers or are supposed to be like fathers to to the to the church members of the church that he founded we have people also who have certain things attributed to them like this person is the father of modern science this person is the father of the charismatic movement this person is the father of the pentecostal movement this person is the father of modern faith movement and all of that so all such people are referred to as fathers and then of course i told you that there are in some churches pastors are referred to as fathers all right so especially in like the catholic church and in the anglican church they like to refer to their priests as fathers and i, I told you on sunday that i could have become a catholic priest you know because i, I, I was born into the catholic faith if there's anything like that and um, that was the path i was going on when i was little my mother used to say that does my son he'll become a priest i'm sure she was assuming that i'll become a catholic priest but i turned out to be something else all praise and glory be to the lord hallelujah all right now based on years of experience and having been around i i am i'm not very old but i'm old enough to have seen a lot of things in this life and i've come to realize that there are fathers and there are fathers did you get that there are fathers and there are fathers so real fathers which is what we are talking about are actually fathers they they, they are not just uh, merely so-called all right but they are real fathers they are genuine and they are not counterfeit fathers they are very very real you see in our tradition people like to call older men daddy all right i've been to many places that i don't know them they start calling me daddy 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 they said did i give birth to you why are you calling me daddy but it's a cultural thing so it's it's almost like to show a certain respect for an elderly man you call him daddy so you go into a shop you meet some people that oh oh yes daddy no daddy yes daddy no daddy yes daddy 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 no no daddy yes daddy no daddy no daddy 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 yeah so it's a cultural thing so you know when somebody like that refers to you as daddy it's not a real thing because you are not a daddy to the person you are not a daddy to the person the person is just calling you daddy because you are an older man and they may also call you daddy hoping that you buy a lot of things and if you're kind enough you tip them at the end of the day 
But when we talk about real fathers, they are real fathers in every sense of it. And they are genuine. They are not counterfeit. And they are very sincere about what they do. Note that they are not perfect too. I'm not talking about perfect fathers. Because there's only one who is perfect. As I explained to you last week, Sunday. Who is the perfect father that you know about? Our heavenly father. He is the one who is perfect. Every other father is deficient. Alright? So I'm not talking, when I talk about real fathers, I'm not talking about perfect fathers. Because fathers are human. They have flaws. They make mistakes. They don't get it right all the time. So it is not about perfection. But it's about sincerity. It is about being genuine. It's about what you really want to be. That is what being real is all about. And so, real fathers have certain characteristics. When we say characteristics, we are talking about certain features or qualities. Distinguishing features or qualities. That's what the word characteristic means. So, the, the real fathers have certain distinguishing features or qualities. And this is the purpose of this teaching on the characteristics of real father to help us to know who real fathers are. Can I have an amen? Now, this teaching eh, is very important for different categories of people. So, for example, if you are a father listening to this message, through this teaching, you'll be able to identify what type of father you are. And it would also help you to see how i mean what you need to do to become a real father so this teaching will be important to all fathers now if you are a young man up and coming man who intends to marry and have children you're going to be a father so such a teaching will help you so that when you become a father you can aspire to be a real father based on the things that are being taught to you through this teaching amen i said amen and then of course for children also it's a very important teaching because it will help you to understand what type of father you have you see through this teaching you may you may the the anger and the bitterness that you may have towards your father a teaching like this may help you to deal with that thing because then you'll understand certain things you see your father may be the way he is because his father was that way do you understand what i'm saying to you because you pick up a lot of things from your father and sometimes it is a vicious cycle great great grandfather was like that grandfather was like that father was like that and you can also easily become that way unless something changes drastically and then you start a new kind of you know father or father line so when you understand what i'm teaching you it may actually help you to relate better with your father and you will understand certain things about him and as a child, it will help you to know what type of father you have. Whether he's a real father or he's, he's, he's another type of father. Amen. Then, for ladies, you may be saying that, ah, this thing is only about the boys. What about the girls? Well, for you, the girls, it should help you. Because when you are ready to marry, also think about the man you are marrying as somebody who is going to father your children and even before you marry the person ask yourself what kind of father will he be to our children if he's always shouting at you if he's always beating you and there are some women when they are beating they think that that is love Yeah, that's real love. Because how can it be that you love me and you don't beat me? 
there are some women who feel that if he doesn't beat me he doesn't love me there are people like that and it's a sickness yes it's a sickness because they saw their father beating their mother so the understanding of how fathers uh, they saw their fathers beating their mothers so they understand their, their mindset is that that is how husbands relate with wives you will be surprised you'll be surprised because there are times that you can be caught up in a certain bondage you begin to feel that it is normal but it is not normal at all so ladies what i'm teaching you don't don't shut yourself out of it i'm telling you it's it's a it's a very important message for you as well and i'm explaining to you especially if you are yet to get married and you get married one day unless you've decided that you won't marry and you want to be a, a nun or something of that nature but if you decide to marry analyze the person you're going to marry carefully because there are things you can see about the person presently that will show you what kind of father he will be so this teaching is a very important one for everybody and that is also why i thought it necessary to finish it and to tie it up neatly and then we know that we are done so i shared with you some of the characteristics of real fathers the first one i shared with you is that real fathers reflect and emulate our heavenly father our heavenly father is the perfect father and if you have a real father you will see traits of the heavenly father in him so if a father is real he will have certain traits that reflect our heavenly father and that is what would show you that this father is a real father number two real fathers love and they demonstrate it real fathers love and they demonstrate it so they don't only love but they demonstrate that love and that is what our heavenly father did for us is that not so the bible says but god commended his life towards us another version says but god demonstrated his love towards us romans 5 8 in that while we were yet sinners christ died for us now god did not just sit there in heaven and declare love for us he moved a step beyond that to demonstrate that love and how did he do it he sent jesus and he gave him as a gift that's one of the things about love love gifts where there is love there was all, there will always be a given associated with it and when the love is very deep the gift or the giving will be sacrificial so the heavenly father loved us and demonstrated it and real fathers they love and they demonstrate it and I, I mentioned to you on Sunday that for a lot of us, the image we have of our fathers is an image of an emotionless, expressionless, stiff man who always looks angry. He always has a serious look on his face. There are many people who grew up in homes where when they hear that daddy is coming, they scatter. That's what they do. They scatter. And there are some fathers who get home and then they, they realize from how things are that ah, as I've come, there's nobody here. But I, I, when I touch the television, the television is very warm. And I can see signs that there were people here just before I came. But as soon as I appeared, they have all scattered. And there's a reason for it. Because such fathers carry themselves in a certain way now they may love their children pay their school fees do a lot of things for them but the problem is that they don't they, they don't show it they don't express it in a certain way and love is such that when it is not expressed you you cannot you can't feel it you can't relate well with it that's why we say show your love show your love and God demonstrated his love by giving. Hallelujah. So um, I said hallelujah. And so real fathers, they love and they demonstrate it. 
And as real fathers, we should be able to hug our children. We should be able to play with our children. And love has characteristics also. Love is kind. Love is patient. So if you love them, you'll be kind to them. You'll be patient with them. You'll not always be angry with them. you forgive them for the things that they do. When you love them, you demonstrate it by giving them chance upon chance upon chance. That is love. And real fathers, they love and they demonstrate that love. Amen. The third one that I shared with you is that real fathers are full of compassion. It means that they have, they have a timor or they have feelings. They have compassion. So that's what you also see about real fathers. And our heavenly father is a compassionate father. Time and again, he shows us mercy and kindness. He knows our frame. He knows that in sin were we conceived. And he knows that if I'm very angry with them, I will destroy them completely. And so though we mess up and we miss it all the time, he shows us compassion. And that is what real fathers also do. Number four, real fathers are responsible. They provide and meet needs. Real fathers are responsible. They provide and they meet the needs of the household. And that is what we call responsibility. So real fathers are responsible. They make sure that the school, the, the, the kids' fees are paid. They make sure that the bills are, are sorted out. They make sure that there is food in the house. That is what real fathers do. And they don't pass all of that responsibility to the mothers. That is what some fathers have done over the years. And so mother is now forced to become both father and mother to the child. But that era of irresponsible fathers is going away completely. And God is raising a new type of father. Real fathers to the glory of his name. Can I hear a loud amen from somebody? Number five, real fathers are protective. That means they rise to the defense of their children. Real fathers are protective. Amen. Real fathers are protective. They protect their children. If you're a real father, that's what you do. And it is that thing that when the children see in their father, if you do anything to them, they will tell you that I'm, I'm going to tell my father. There are times when they will even go ahead. And the, the reason why they say, I'm going to tell my father, I'm going to tell my father, because he sees that my father will rise to my defense and protect me. There are times when they go and look for fights and say that my father will beat your father. <laughs> Children are amazing, aren't they? Said that my father will beat your father because they see their father as very strong and, and, and very, they're like some superheroes. And, and all of that is related to this whole thing about a father protecting the child. Ladies and gentlemen, real fathers are protective. The next one, number six, real fathers correct and discipline. Real fathers, they correct and discipline. And correction and discipline is very, very important. When we do away with that, there's going to be anarchy and confusion in the system. So correction is needed and discipline is important. That is why the Bible says, Proverbs twenty-two fifteen: Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the road of correction, the what? The road of correction, the what? The road of correction shall drive it far from him. I mean, think about it. Do you know, as a little child, did you not do foolish things? Did they used to cane you for them? And did it help you? It helped to form you. Do you see? Yes. So the correction is important. And if it wasn't for abuse, if it wasn't for abuse, caning should still have been allowed in schools there are some schools which still do that is that not so yes i've been caned i was caned several times and it really really helped me 
How many of you were caned? But you see, some of you are hesitating to raise your hand because it didn't help you. And I'll tell you why. Because what you went through was not done out of love to correct and to discipline you. It, 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 it was done in such a way that it, it almost destroyed you. And it did something, something bad to you. And it wasn't done carefully. And it wasn't done reasonably. And there, in school, for example, there are some teachers like that. When they are caning you. I don't understand why a teacher should cane a child and leave marks on the child's back. Why, why, why should you do that? When that happens, it shows that the thing has gone beyond good correction and discipline into abuse. And real fathers, they correct and they discipline. But they do it carefully and reasonably. And they are careful not to destroy the person in the process. So if you are trying to correct somebody or discipline somebody and you end up destroying the person, it shows that you are, an, you, are not a, you are not a real father. You are not a real father. But the correction and the discipline, they are very, very important. But the correction must be done carefully and reasonably. And, and as, as you are, as, if you are a father and you are beating your child, through the beating, the child should feel the love. Because the Bible says, whom the father loveth, he chasteneth. She know that I am being disciplined for my own sake. But if it's so, it's so strong and intense, and it ends up destroying you, I'm telling you, it raises questions about whoever is doing that, whether he is a real father. Number seven, real fathers don't give up on their children. Real fathers, they do not give up on their children. No matter how the children are, they don't give up on them. That's eight. Okay, don't worry. You number it any way you like. So real fathers don't give up on their children. They are patient with them. And they will do everything that they can to make sure that that child turns out well. If a real father gives up on the children and does so quickly, it's a sign that he is not a real father. Hallelujah. And that's how the, our heavenly father is. Is that not so? If God were to give up on us, if he had given up on us, will we be sitting here today? We will not be sitting here. So that's what makes him a perfect father. He doesn't give up on us. The next one, real fathers leave an inheritance. Real fathers leave an inheritance. Amen. If you're a real father, you leave an inheritance for your children. The next one, real fathers do not provoke. Real fathers do not provoke is one of the things that I mentioned. Because yes, the Bible says, children, honor your father and your mother. Obey your parents in the Lord. For this is the first commandment with promise and so on and so forth. But it doesn't end there. It goes on and it admonishes fathers. Do not provoke your children. Don't provoke them. And there are fathers who provoke their children to anger. And it leads to the children rebelling. And so there are some rebellions that have happened and that happened because the children were provoked. But few people don't talk about it. And many of the people who provoke their children, they don't, they don't see that there's anything wrong with the provocation of their children. The only thing that they can dwell on is that this child has dishonored me. This child has, has disrespected me and all of that. But that's not getting that. You provoke the child to behave in that way. Is it a good excuse? It is not. But you can also not ignore the fact that there are children who have been provoked to behave in a rebellious way by their fathers. So for example, if you as the father, you keep beating the child's mother 
and now the child has grown and has more muscles than you then he rises up and gives you a hefty blow you provoke the child because of what you did to the mother and you deserve it (laughs) so real fathers are careful not to provoke their children and then real fathers reward did I talk about that as well real fathers reward it's not every time reprimanding insulting facing and all of that when the child does well the child must be rewarded must be recommended so one of the things I say anytime I'm giving a charge to parents during baby dedication I tell them that will you correct the child when he goes wrong and will you recommend him when he does right i don't even know why i i I added that to, to to that thing but instinctively i realized that it is easy to only zero in on the negatives and not recognize the positives but there is something about being recommended for a good thing that you have done it 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 edges you on to do greater things so not only must children be corrected and reprimanded they must also be rewarded when they do well when they pass an exam when they put up a good behavior when they do what you ask them to do they must be rewarded don't just dismiss it and say it is your duty you have done your duty after i pay your school fees i do this and no no you need to go beyond that and reward the child or reward the children for the good things that they have done they will do more of that and you will have reason to be happy with them so these were the 10 characteristics we looked at on sunday now let's finish up number 11 real fathers strive to set good examples real fathers strive to set good examples they set good examples for their children real fathers strive to set good examples they work hard to be good examples second timothy chapter 3 verse 10 it says second timothy chapter 3 verse 10 but you timothy certainly know what i teach and how i live and what my purpose in life is you know my faith my patience my love and my endurance look at it again but you timothy why did it take so long to put it up but you timothy certainly know what i teach i've set an example for you by what i teach how i live i've set an example for you by how i live and what my purpose in life is because of my purposeful life i'm setting an example for you you know my faith my faith is an example my patience is an example my love is an example and my endurance is an example paul was the spiritual father of timothy and here he is saying to timothy that you can see the examples that i have set for you and these examples are good examples that is why he could point them out so ladies and gentlemen real fathers strive to set good examples for their children by what they say and by what they do so how they talk to the child's mother is an example the question is is it a good example or it's a bad example because if in the house daddy is always screaming at mommy always insulting her always talking her down always shutting her up always disrespecting her it is an example you are setting for your child he will grow up and do the same to his wife because to him that is how women must be treated so that's when they they, they, they talk this rubbish that you know it, it's a very disrespectful thing to say so you set an example You set an example 
a real father sets an example of responsibility by how he takes care of things in the house now there are some fathers they don't do anything in the house at all they don't do anything they don't lift a finger to do anything everything that has to be done in the house is done by somebody else it's an example that you're setting this big shortism you're like some big short you don't do anything you don't help out with anything so real fathers set good examples for their children to follow how they relate with them is an example for the children to follow but if they are always screaming at the children always shouting at them always insulting them always knocking them and there are some tribes they like insulting too much everything is an insult for 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 good reason I, I don't want to mention any particular tribe but i think you know we know them everything is an insult look at your head fool you are stupid like your mother you don't have sense you're a dog it's 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 not a good thing and real fathers are careful they strive to set good examples for the children to follow from your father you can know how to treat a woman because of the way he treats your mother so real fathers set good examples for their children hallelujah number 12 real fathers are just and fair real fathers are just and fair look at second samuel chapter 23 verse 3 to 4 good news translation second samuel chapter 23 verse 3 to 4 real fathers are just and fair now when you are just you do things or you take decisions based on truth and based on the facts and based on what is right let's look at second samuel 23 3 to 4 the god of israel has spoken the pro i said good news translation that's what i said the protector of israel said to me the king who rules with justice he rules with what justice who rules in obedience to god is like the sun shining on a cloudless dawn the sun that makes the grass sparkle after rain so now this is describing a ruler who rules with justice that means he's just and the decisions he takes are right are based on the truth are based on the facts and, and their decisions are not arbitrarily but 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 they are just in the decisions that they take real fathers are like that you see as a father you are also like a ruler in the house there are issues that come up all the time that you need to give a ruling this child and that child or this person under your roof with this other person under your roof there are things that will come up before you as a father and real fathers they are just they are not partial they are not biased in their ruling now there are some parents who make it so obvious that they prefer this child to the other one and they have a way of making it clear that this child is my favorite and this other one i don't really like him it's not a good thing to do it's not a good thing to do because they are all your children and so you always have to be careful and that, that was one of the mistakes that joseph made which led joseph uh, jacob made which led joseph into all, all, all his tribulations jacob 
made it very clear and of course you can also understand why it's like that because you see if you're a parent and you have a child who does what you want there is a way that you feel drawn towards the person and i think that in a certain sense god is also like that 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 he's drawn more to people who are obedient to him and do what he wants so it is not as it were like some very evil bad thing but you see if you don't do that thing carefully and if you don't realize that if you don't go about it in a wise way you can actually end up creating a monster in the house and that child who you make so clear that i i, I don't like you that you are, you, are, you are whatever that child can easily not turn out well so a real father is just and is fair so that if there's an issue between two of your children you don't just rule based on the fact that i like this one but i don't like this one so because of that i will sacrifice this one for the sake of this other one there are some fathers who do that so there's a problem there's an issue and you're supposed to pass a ruling and you're making it very clear that i prefer this one to this other one this one can go to hell but this other one i want to do everything that i can to preserve this one real fathers don't do that they are just and they are fair hallelujah number 13 and we're closing real fathers inspire excellence and magnificence real fathers inspire excellence and magnificence that means that real fathers have a way of motivating you to excel and to do well and to be magnificent in what you do real fathers do that john 17 24 new living translation john chapter 17 verse 24 so we are rounding up on characteristics of real fathers and i am on the 13th characteristic and i'm submitting to you that real fathers inspire excellence and magnificence i ask you to turn to john 17 verse 24 there it is written father i want these whom you have given me to be with me where i am this is jesus speaking to the father then he goes on to see that to say that then they can see all the glory you gave me because you loved me even before the world began take note of the word glory glory means magnificence glory means excellence glory means beauty and here you can see that the son is attributing a certain glory father in other words it is through the father that that glory is shining forth hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 good news translation i like to oscillate between different versions of the bible because it's a good thing to do hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 good news translation it says let us keep our eyes fixed on jesus on whom our faith depends from beginning to end he did not give up because of the cross on the contrary because of the joy that was waiting for him he thought nothing of the disgrace of dying on the cross and he is now seated at the right side of god's throne this is testifying about jesus do you know that in the garden of gethsemane jesus at a point wanted to give up that is why he prayed to the father let this cup pass me by if you will but then he stabilized himself and said not my will but your will be done and that statement that he made i believe came out of the fact that he knew what the father wanted and he knew what the father was trying to achieve and he knew that there was a certain glory that the father wanted to reveal 
and he knew that there was a certain excellence and magnificence that the father wanted to bring forth and so he was inspired by the father to pay the price that he had to pay because he could see what laid ahead and he could see that there was a certain joy and beauty that was going to come forth if he goes through that and he was inspired by the father to do what he did ladies and gentlemen real fathers they inspire their children they urge their children on they encourage them they tell them you can do better than you are doing you can make it you can do well in this subject you are not daft you are not stupid you can make it you can get better grades you can succeed you can do well real fathers do that for their children they don't just write them off and make them feel that they can't achieve anything great with their lives so anytime you encounter a real father you see that he always motivates and inspires the children to excel and to do well number 14 we are almost there real fathers push for unity harmony and togetherness real fathers push for unity for harmony and togetherness john chapter 10 verse 30 real fathers push for unity for harmony and togetherness john 10 30 new living translation the father and i are one the father and i are one john 17 21 to 22 new living translation again john 17 21 to 22 is your machine freezing or something it's very slow i pray this is jesus praying to the father i pray that they will all be one just as you and i are one as you are in me father and i am in you and may they be in us so that the world will believe you sent me these scriptures are describing unity describing harmony describing togetherness and these things are things that the father inspires or pushes for and real fathers do what they can so that there is harmony and there is unity and there is togetherness in the family that's what they do real fathers do not split the family they do not turn one child against the other they don't divide the home they don't divide the family if you have any father who pitches one child against the other that father is not a real father because he understands that in unity there is strength so real fathers they do what they can to ensure that we are together that everybody belongs that everybody is important that everybody is needed that everybody is necessary so real fathers they push for unity harmony and togetherness and finally real fathers impart good gifts real fathers impart good gifts matthew 7 verse 11 real fathers impart good gifts matthew 7 11 so if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children how much more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask him so you can see here that the heavenly father gives good gifts and so it is with real fathers also they know how to impart good gifts and they impart good gifts onto their children james 1 17 whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from god our father who created all the lights in the heavens he never changes or casts a shifting shadow 
so good gifts and perfect gifts are being attributed to the heavenly father ladies and gentlemen real fathers they know how to give good gifts unto their children and they don't struggle to do that you know there are some fathers because of the way they hustled and struggled when they were growing up they feel that my child must also struggle <laughs> and they think that the struggle is is a training do you see so if they can if they can do anything it, it is it is true also that if if you don't allow the children to experience certain things they may also become spoiled there's some truth in that but when you think that hardship is equivalent to good training anger is what anger anger is equivalent to the will of god and hunger hunger as you don't have food it's equivalent to what there are some people who think that way i, I mean it's it's amazing buddy forgive so you see a good father and real fathers they know how to impart good gifts but of course a lot also has to do with timing because that that you, you can give a good thing but at a wrong time and it can become a problem I, I mean i don't see why you are giving a smartphone to a six year seven year old child with an excuse of internet something 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 it will become a problem because you become addicted to it so timing is important and a good father and a real father knows how to give good gifts to the children and fathers must be able to give good gifts to the children if you can if you, when the child is getting married you can bless the child with a house why, why, why don't you do that why do you say that hey the way I struggle to build the house you too you must also struggle to why would you do that if you can give a gift of a car to your child when he's in the university why not it's a good gift it's a good gift but there are some fathers who feel that I must squeeze them I must chisel them because that is what is good for them you are abusing something so good fathers or real fathers know how to give good gifts unto the children and that's what the bible says about our heavenly father so ladies and gentlemen these are the 15 characteristics based on my study and my research of what real fathers are like and i pray that it's been a blessing to all of us again for fathers this is something to motivate us and guide us to emulate for those of you who are yet to become fathers these are the standards that you should be looking out for and i believe that god is going to do something new with us fathers and that he's going to work on us till we become more and more like him in how we carry out our fatherly responsibilities i trust that this teaching has been a blessing to you rise to your feet and let us close hallelujah thank you jesus father we are grateful to you for tonight and thank you for today's teaching thank you for everything that has come forth the knowledge that has been imparted and the wisdom that has been released may this guide us as we move on from here in jesus mighty name let everybody say amen
Thank you for listening to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.